From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, death, suicide, stone-faced Jessica, and no Joe Wagner. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Dunroy. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good day, good night, good dusk, good desk. Welcome to The Long Shot. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today on the podcast, The Intelligence Report, Mr. Jamie Flam is here. The Year in Hate and Extremism. And of course... <laughs> that's how he says hello now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a headline. Yeah. No, that specific one. Uh-huh. Spring 2018, issue 164. Uh, and of course, the brass ring on the merry-go-round of life, Amber Kenny is here. Hello. Have you guys ever been on a, a merry-go-round with the brass ring situation? No. 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 It was just an old school what thing. What is the thing? Like, you try to grab it? Is that the thing? Yeah. You try you to get, get it as you, you go a, by. And you get a prize? I would assume so. I would assume that it's the bright brass something ring is good. The I think there was lots of steel rings in a chute. Steel rings in a chute. And then occasionally that's what we got. Ring. There's a really awesome movie about a kid who gets, he thinks his... <laughs> sword in the Stone. He goes to... <laughs> sword in the Stone. Harry Potter? <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But um, it's on Coney Island and... Big. Ben? No, it's like <laughs> Big in the ben. 1930s maybe or 40s. And um, it was about his day alone, just at Coney Island, trying to, and part of it is him, like, keeps keeps going the merry-go-round, trying to grab the grass ring. And he never gets it. I don't remember. But I guess, maybe I'm too cynical, but why do people want the brass ring? Oh, I think it has to be what you're saying, like which the is prize. there's a prize of some sort, don't you think? Because I ain't doing that shit for free. <clears throat> or maybe that's why it went out of fashion, as people eventually realized. Like, I got like, it. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Well, we, I mean, a brass but, ring. But do they need it, ring. like, to make the merry-go-round function i don't think so so like they would just put extra rings everywhere wait where folks are this going? is a podcast <laughs> where we examine old traditions and are never able to actually figure out but what were the why first rings there in your prep supposition uh-huh prep supposition prep supposition there's um brass rings that are just there and now <laughs> there's extra know. ones for you well no, there's one brass ring that's in a particular place, and as you go around on your horse, you, you try to hope touch it. that your horse goes high enough to grab oh, the brass ring. Right. Then when you get off the ride and you have the brass ring, you have grabbed the brass ring, uh-huh. you show it to the guy, and he says, here, take this giant ice teddy cream bear. cone, yeah. or teddy bear, or such as it is. Well, that's been our podcast, folks. Thanks so much. <laughs> Wait, is there I just made all that up, by the way. I don't oh. know if that's true. What, Jamie? I'm don't start really... a question and then look perplexed off into space. But is it, there's only one ring. Yes. And so everyone's there's shooting. Fr- of iron rings with I don't know one what... brass ring. And so it dis- Disagree. <laughs> Disagree 100%. There's a shoot? Nope. what that means. Yeah. <laughs> the shoot of steel rings. All right, and okay. 
We always start the show with something we like to call debunking old traditions. So why are there fireworks on the the 4th of July? Uh, Let's start today with Jamie. Checking in, Jamie. Go for it. A couple, I mean, I don't know when the last time I was here, so. It's been like at least three weeks, I want to. So you opened a theater. I opened a theater. You're in a whirlwind. You're in a whirlwind. I'm in a whirlwind. Let's hear some specifics. I got three specific life things. Okay. one, um, that's a big, that's a good start. March at the theater was really good. And I don't, I don't, did I ever talk about the full Adam Sandler thing? No. Mm-mm. No, I think that's, we haven't seen you since. So Adam Sandler came to do four nights. Madam Panther. Wow. Madam Panther. Did you give him a Madam Panther t-shirt? No, but well, there's a surreal moment where I had this big whiteboard because in the green room, we were just mapping out. You love yes. various colors. Yes. And whiteboard so, in the green room. <laughs> with red and black markers. And I wrote Madam Panther on it. For some reason, but there was a point where Adam Sandler was sitting in the green room in front of next to. Oh, you should have snapped a pic. I should have, Uh, but it was when the agent called to book it. It was posed as a was a good song. (laughs) What was that song? That is called uh, Handel's Hallelujah Chorus. So pretty. It's a fucking ringtone. I don't know what it is. Such a pretty song. Uh, Okay, so go ahead. Uh, It was posed as like he's working out his hour. Um, right, like just kind of a workshop. Situation. Yeah, workshop, and like, yeah, of course, we'll make it work. And then on the Friday before the Monday through Thursday, he was going to be there. Whoa, you just lost me. The he Friday was, before the Monday, he was going to be there. Gotcha. There was a <laughs> I call. just said exactly what he said. No, he said Monday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. That's what confused me. There was a call. The with Friday the before the Monday through Thursday, he was going to be there. He was there on the Friday before the th- Monday through Thursday. He was going to be there. It adds up. It's almost every day. Poor Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no Madam Panther on Saturday and Sunday. Or Friday. Uh, no, he was there the Friday before. No, he wasn't there the Friday before. What happened on the Friday before <laughs> the Thursday, the Monday, the Tuesday, and the Wednesday? He was going to be there. Adam Sandler performed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. The Friday before that, your neighbors are... Uh, uh, going. I got on the phone with one of the producers, and they're like, they were worried because... You got on the horn with them. I got on the horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, we had an 8 o'clock show that we couldn't move. It was like a screening for HBO, and it was a crazy night because we had this big show. Was it uh, Barry? It was Barry. See, I knew that because we met that night, mm-hmm. and I had driven past the theater, and I had seen... Uh, the Henry Winkler thing oh, in the yeah, lobby, yeah. and I was like, I bet it has to do with Barry. Not Adam Sandler. Exactly. That's yeah. fun. I saw I saw the first episode it's of really good. It's good, yeah. Second episode is great too. Didn't see it yet. No spoilers. I won't spoil it. <laughs> is Barry but it's in good. It? <laughs> Barry's in it. Uh which was an exciting night. It was our first two big events. Yeah. Star studded. Two um packed events. And so it was like our first like we gotta you know, change the room over. And so on Friday I'm talking to this producer and he's like, I'm concerned. I don't think we're gonna be able to start the show at ten. I was like, oh, we're, like, we've been doing this for long enough. Like, we're, we'll clear out the room. We'll make sure we'll get some stanchions and blah, blah, blah. And as like, but it all depends on. That's the, an industry word, stanchions. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, stanchions. Yes. And blah, blah, blah. That's for any industry. He, and I, he, they said that they want to set up a couple cameras and shoot it. And so I was like, well, it all depends on the, how big the production is. He's like, don't worry about the production. It's no big deal. Implying that. It's it would just be camera. like a little. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't worry about how much. Monday, 30 person crew. Uh, it's a massive, massive shoot. Oh my God. <laughs> so for four days, there was a Netflix special being shot for Adam Sandler. <laughs> Did they have stanchions? 
no standards it just turned into this massive thing and it was very exciting that would Uh, take over like it's a big theater but 30 people would be noticeable it's very noticeable (laughs) we had to we see all of you we had a seat kills i noticed you yeah like you know we thought we had 200 seats to sell but oh no you had like and the first 170 but my count Depends Monday, on how big those crew are. That's true. And there, it was a production. Fred needs two seats. Mm-hmm. First the show. So the first night, at, and we actually turned the room as, as we told them they would. They got in. They got set up. It's 9.51, and we're selling popcorn like no one's At the business, popcorn bar. At the popcorn bar and restaurant. And um, one of the producers <laughs> is like, all right, um, how much time do you think to get everyone in? There's like a huge line all the way to the end. And you're like, People. nine minutes. I was like, oh, yeah, eight or nine minutes. I said eight minutes. Uh, and he's like, great thinking all right there'll be another check-in and at 9 59 the show starts 9 59 yes 9 59 8 59 it was an hour till the show's about to start at 9 51 is when the producer asked yeah and i said eight minutes we should have everyone in 9 59 show starts doors are closed there's still 30 people in the lobby um that need to be sat there's hardly any seats and it just and there's two openers each doing two minutes so I'm, <laughs> that's how long it takes me to take the mic out of the stage. You know, that's crazy. like one joke. That's not even open mic time. And it's, it's really funny because one of them Who is was it? his nephew, and one of them is a guy he works with. Oh, and every night, so they're like, used to doing two minutes. They've got a. When solid Adam Sandler two gets minutes. up there, he's like, he's like, that's my, you know, my nephew, and you know, throwing a bone. Oh God! <laughs> he didn't say throwing a bone, but and it was funny. But um. But I guess he's doing a long time, so he doesn't want the openers to. Eat but I was that. like to the producer, like, can we stretch one to even five minutes so we can seat these people? And they wouldn't do it. They're like, he's ready you to go eight now. Minutes. And it's a production versus just a show, so there's right. no flexibility, and so it was just like a nightmare. Fifteen minutes. Everyone got sad. It worked out, but it was just like the most stressful. Fuck, and we gotta get people in. Adam's on state. Um, but then with three more nights, and it was all great. But you had less of a quick turnaround for those other nights, right? The third, fourth night, actually, Josh Androsky had a show. Oh, cool. How um, was it? It was good. Till 10? Till 10, till 9 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what time did they turn the room? Like at 9 51, what was happening? Great question. On Same thing, popcorn line. And what about 9 59? This time we learned. <laughs> Like he let's wasn't touch base. Around. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but every night Adam Sandler did two and a half hours. Wow. The shows were phenomenal. Um, like legit, like, you know, I, I grew up loving Adam Sandler and I probably said this when I first saw him again two years ago, but like, you know, I think he did a lot of movies that <laughs> weren't very popular and he got this I think bad they rap. Were maybe popular, yeah, they just but not good. acclaimed. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> they were very popular. Otherwise, he would not have kept making them. Yeah, right. That's, that's the guy's the a fucking billionaire, you know, <laughs> from those movies. But he was... He didn't, like, self-produce them and right. lose money on the. But, like, Grandma's Boy ain't winning no awards, you know? He wasn't in that, though. But he produced it. Mm-hmm. He did produce it. Well, the guy, the main Click. guy from Grandma's Boy was uh, mm-hmm. hanging out there. Oh, cool. <laughs> Hey. Grandma's boy himself. Grandma's boy himself. <laughs> and when you're like, hey, I'm grandma's boy. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that while I was living with my grandma. <laughs> I'm grandma and Harold's boy. Yes. <laughs> I was just so um, inspired to see. And he's also the nicest to everyone. <clears throat> always making sure everyone at the theater was taken care of. And like, and just like the sweetest guy. And put it all on the line every night. That's so cool. And he, he was getting sicker throughout the night. Like, in, mm-hmm. But like 
that last night, I was like, there's no way. He's he vomited the whole oh, yeah, last night. He was funny, just vomiting the but, whole time. Yeah. But he stuck with it. And so I guess the, the moment, there was a defining moment on the last night. The last night, uh, Vanessa and Jessica and I like, were like, let's just reserve seats so we can watch it. Because the rest of the time we're running around. So I get to sit and watch pr- pretty much the entire Hey, show. folks, please ignore the people running around the theater. <laughs> they work here. There's no reason for them to be doing this. They need the steps. Yeah. Oh, steps, that's another checking in. Um, but we're wa- watching in the back, and he, he does this song about Chris Farley that there's not a dry eye in the house. Wow. So that got, I started crying, and I turned over, and Vanessa's crying. And then Vanessa looked over at me and just like, This is your room. And oh. for the next five minutes, I just, the two of us were bawling in the back. Jessica, stone faced. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> Not feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sure she was touched <laughs> okay. in her own way. She listens to this podcast. I want to make sure to uh, we she celebrate knows her. what we she did. Kidding. No, no, no. That's not what I was going to say. But she's... She knows she was stone-faced. <laughs> it's, it's her uh, fault. She was Mount Rushmore up there. But we just... And I was I was crying because I was like, this is the dream right now. This yeah. like, what more could I want? Like, I'm watching like one of my heroes do like put on this amazing show and it's a packed room of people that like are just being touched by it like i was like and that's why that night after everybody left jamie <laughs> burned the theater down <laughs> yeah you can't get any better than this i mean why even continue <laughs> it was it was just so surreal and it was just like if, and if you told me even we're doing the kickstarter or even a month ago like all right less than three months in this is happening i would have been like no way now a month ago, in less than three. But <laughs> you're talking about a month. A lot of math. <laughs> the Friday before the month ago of the Thursday yes. through Monday that Thursday this was going to happen. Monday through Thursday. No, it's, here's it's my like question a logic to you. To figure out what month it is right. now? <laughs> here's my question to you. I think this is amazing. What do you do to sustain this momentum? Great question. Thank you. I um. Well, I mean, our shows are continuing to be great. Um, uh, well, did Adam Sandler enjoy his experience? Does it? He seem loved like? it. He's coming back. Because it. Oh, okay, that's it good. looks like next week he's going to do another night in the realm of. It is. Yeah, I mean, you look, I think that's great. We don't want it to be the Adam Sandler show all the time. No, but right? I mean, like a word of mouth, like if perform, if good performers like performing there. Mm-hmm. I think that come, that momentum right? is for sure there. Yeah, it, I, that's the, like I was like, how do you top this? And um, get Chris Farley. That would top it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there was a ghost situation recently. <laughs> there are ghosts there for sure. Really? Yeah. Are they good? By the way, there oh. are not was for that? sure. They're not. There are not. Oh right, because you don't believe in ghosts. Since there's no such thing, yes. right? But you know, fantasize away. Um, I forgot to eat my banana. Do you have a banana here? All right, go on, Jamie. What else? (laughs) Okay, so that's that. And then the theater's going well. Um, Am I forgetting anything, Andrew, about Sandler? I had a very different experience. Well, yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Well, Andrew was thrown into the thick of production. Oh. um, Where he was being our tech guy, but now he's also part of the production team. Like a tech guy, yeah. With a walkie-talkies and such. (gasps) That's a go for one or whatever. One Adam 12, one Adam 12. We have a code six in progress. Mm-hmm. Niner. That means an Adam Sandler show. Code six. <laughs> uh, so what else, Jamie? So there's that. I 
I got a text from Amber, and I think you know what I'm going to talk about. And it's um, my dad was diagnosed with dementia, um, which is months ago, by the way. And I don't like I don't even know how to respond. Like Amber sent a very sweet text of just saying I don't know what to say. My dad is as my dad as ever. Um, my mom obviously talking to her like she sees it every day, but you know he knows who we are. Mm-hmm. He knows what's going on in our lives. Um, so it doesn't, it doesn't seem real to me. Right. Um, and dementia, it's a very broad topic, right. but, um, and is this progressive? It's prog- progressive for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably Alzheimer's like, um, but yeah, it, it's, he's, he couldn't, he can't drive anymore as of like a month ago. Oof. And that was very, like, very difficult. Yeah. And he still knows how to drive. Right. It's a lot and dealing with my, my mom is, you know, Yeah, I was going to ask, how's your mom doing? Cause it's almost more like harder on her yeah. because she's dealing definitely harder with it for her. Um, and well, it's, it's weird because well, it's, it's hard for your dad right now. Cause he's in that. Oh, well, I thought you were saying then Jamie, but yeah. Oh no, 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 <laughs> yes, no. Yes. Um, well, he's self-aware. It's so weird. Like yeah, he can yeah, talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like he talks to people about it. He's like, yeah, so I have dementia. <laughs> and it's like, what a weird, and you know, it progresses differently in everybody. And right. obviously we're just hoping that it, it, it's a very slow progression, but it's a very real thing in our lives. Um, but he's been at the theater. They come every week. Yeah, yeah. Have you, like, did you notice anything before he was diagnosed? Or He's, he's also, like, his hearing's been terrible for a while. Uh-huh. So it's, like, hard to tell. <laughs> and he's always been, like, a little bit out there. It's, like, so it, it's... His hearing has been bad for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And so much of it is, like, and I can tell, like, just, like, when you don't hear well, like you, you will just you start just tuning out. Yeah, you yeah. adjust. Yeah. You, you don't want to constantly be going, what did you just say? Right. So you so just like, pretend you heard yeah, or, or look at the wall. I mean, I've, I've <laughs> actually noticed that with him sometimes, yeah. you know? Um, but dementia is, is rough, obviously. Yeah. Well, his dad, my grandpa had Alzheimer's and so we know it runs in the family and you know, the saddest part to me is like, he's at an age where he's not going to be changing his habits, but he still smokes cigarettes, um, which is not good for anything, anything, but also, you know, it's the amount of oxygen that goes to the brain, uh. it affects that. But yeah, so just kind of a new phase of life for the flams. And, but again, it's like, I see him, I stopped by the his shop today to say what's up. And, um, he had, well, and then we'll transfer or, uh, uh, get to the next and third <laughs> and final checking in. Um, but he asked how this girl that I've been seeing is, uh, Hello. twice. <laughs> it was like, cause he asked not twice without realizing he'd asked before. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. did I ask you how, what's her name? And I said, Rachel. Um, oh my God, I said her name, which is a weird thing. So anyway, <laughs> life is crazy. Um, and, but my dad, like, again, it's like if the day comes and he doesn't know who I am or something, that's, that's going to be really tough. But right now it's just. Frank Jack Flam is Frank Jack Flam, right. as far as I see and can tell. And my mom is, you know, like he's still getting going to work. Like some of the employees will pick him up, or my mom will take him to work. So he's still there doing his thing. Um, so hopefully that continues as yeah. long as possible. Yeah, and just you know, my sister, we're hanging out with the family a lot more. And um, well, actually, and I think you guys are both invited. Yeah, um, that's how I found out. Is we're doing a show on the twenty first. I'm not invited. Were you not? Oh. You're definitely on the invite list because I gave my mom everyone's. I got an email from his mom. You probably did too. It's probably in your spam. I delete 
I delete emails from Jamie's mom. Oh, well, <laughs> then you probably delete it. Well, that's why Did you, you not see it. This. No, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, you're definitely on the list. All right, Joe got it. <laughs> well, that that's how I found out, and I because I got an email from his mom inviting us to a show at Dynasty Typewriter that was also a vow renewal ceremony, and she's like, "You'll see why when you come," with like an exclamation point. And I was like, "Oh, what's this?" And then I clicked on the link, and it was like. The description of the show is that he was just diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And I was like, like the you'll see why when you come felt positive. <laughs> so I was like, not what I expected. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sorry to laugh, but no, um, it's, it's funny. It is hilarious. <laughs> but so I was just like, that's why I texted you. I was like, I don't know if this is how you're supposed to do it or what, but I just want you to know, like, hey, I'm so sorry. No, and I appreciate it. Then I sent the response like, it's all good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was like the smiley sunglass face. Everything's cool. <laughs> but my mom, you know, she's such a performer and... Right. She didn't uh, send me that email invite, but I'm not... I'm sure she did. I'm not at all insecure about my relationship probably, with Vicky Flam. No, she you probably <laughs> sent it to like at Sean a Conroy. Bad address, yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely sent it. I, I, you're, she would, mm-hmm. you know, she wants you there. Yeah, um, you're coming. Yeah, but um, so we're doing a show called The Dawn of Eternity, and my parents are going to renew their vows. Um, Sorry for taking that away from you. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I get. So and it's a vow renewal show. It's just going to be, a, and she's like, um, she's going to book a couple comics. And um, she asked for Doug Fairbanks, who she saw at a show, Chris Fairbanks. So I was like, I don't know who that is. He was an actor in the 20s. Literally, like, so my he mom. He lived right up the hill. My mom was like, can we please ask Adam Sandler to do it? And I'm like, I, I'm trying to, like, right. gauge relationships. And you like, don't want to ask for the big favor right out. And so I was gate. like, Maybe because he's been super nice. I was like, maybe I'll bring my mom back there to meet him. I go around the building. Of course, she says it immediately. I can't find him anywhere. I I walk all the way around in the she's approached him herself. (laughs) She's wearing a blue shirt in the green room by the whiteboard. (laughs) Yes. But he's committed like, yeah, I'll do like a video thing. Oh, that's nice. But my mom is just just like, hi, I'm Jamie's mom. Do my show. Yeah. I love it. I wish I had the balls. I don't the balls balls of Vicky Flam. Uh, Vicky Flame's got a lot of balls. <laughs> I don't. I didn't talk about. I've been wanting to talk about it on the podcast for a while because it's been a few months. Um, but um, the most special day, we went to. Do you know what a DNR is? Do not resuscitate. It's, it's a basically like a. If I am will. vegetative, please disconnect me. Right. And that's a country song. <laughs> you want to? If I'm vegetative, won't you please disconnect me? Oh, country song. I was like, which country? That's like, <laughs> no. Uh, which is a crazy thing, but you, you want to sign, uh, like, uh, while my dad still has his... Um, right, so that it's, like, fully consent. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, but we went to my sister's house, and um, for the sad, like, kind of like the most sad thing, and... Was there, like, a notary public there or something? No, but there's, like, mom had a big contract that she did have notarized. witnesses and mm-hmm. yeah but we started just playing all the songs that we grew up mm. singing in our car as a family like just jim croce and dolly parton and and then my parents were dancing it was the sweetest <sighs> sweetest thing and we have all this great footage of it but like sweetest thing is a great song by you too which um was one of the songs we grew up <laughs> 
they jamming out. That was what they danced to. Oh, the, the sweetest, sweetest thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just um, it, it has brought the family together, and you know we're making efforts to just see each other even more. To not take anything for granted. Yeah. And anyway, last thing is, and I, I can't believe I'm saying it because. I've self-sabotaged every uh, relationship I've ever brought up um, on this podcast. They've not gone more than probably three dates for the most part. Uh, <laughs> what? But... I feel like this is somehow our fault. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that I self-sabotage when I get into intimate mm-hmm. relationships? Oh, then I guess that's you. Yeah, I think it's all on me. Cool. Whatever. I just... Um, and who knows what, what this is going to go, but like, I've, I, for the first time in seven or eight years, like... Um, dating someone and i like them a lot and um i'm giddy about it and Aww. like it's seemingly mutual and it's going very fast and that's it you're, and she's been you're in a big transitional time of your life man very have much you, um have you bought tickets oh my god <laughs> to the <laughs> Finger ceremony? I forget. It the could be. finger ceremony is worse. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? That's going to happen at the vow renewal. To the French. Uh, there's so many no, things in my mind. It's, you had the first word right. Oh, finger bang city. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Did I say finger city? You said finger, finger ceremony. ceremony. Oh, the finger <laughs> you, you, you don't have to answer. You're okay. watching too much Wild Wild Country. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good for you, Jamie. I'm glad to hear yeah, that. Hey, awesome. thanks. Lots of good life, right? Ups, downs. Everybody deserves to be happy. I agree. Um, thank you for your time and for listening to my story. I've been Jamie. Jamie Flam, everybody. Thank Jamie you. Flam. I'm filling in for Joe today. <laughs> like clapping for oh, annoying yeah, Joe's me too not long. Here. Did you? Has he did been here the last? Joe weeks? Wagner, of course, on assignment. <laughs> Stop clapping. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's annoying. <laughs> well, you were doing it for a very long time. It was extended. Like over people talking. Um, <laughs> he wasn't here last time, but he was here the time before that. Right. Uh, all right. Checking in. Let's go next to Joe Wagner is not here. So let's go to Amber. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. How you doing? I um, like your fingernails. Thank you. Kind of an Easter spring mm-hmm. nod. Lime? That's my checking in. No, um, <laughs> I, it's so cheesy, but um, Friday was Jeff and I's negative one year anniversary. So you're getting married a year from Friday. Mm-hmm. But the Monday before that, <laughs> you'll make sure the Adam Tuesday Sandler. to Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have one year. The clock has started. Yes, we're less than a year now. And um, so we wanted to celebrate it. And um I feel like when I was a kid, I would go to those like seafood restaurants where they just like dump it on the table, you know, and you have to crack it. You don't get silverware. Mm-hmm. You wear bibs. And oh, I, I saw the picture. And um, so I was dying for that. And we so we went to this place called Kraken Crab. Um, where is that? I've seen that. It's in Montrose. It might be a chain. It, it wasn't like fine dining by any means, but um, it was so fun. How far is Montrose? It's Great. I highly recommend Montrose because it's just at the end of the two. So it's just like a teeny bit past Glendale. Okay. So you feel like you're in a small town and you're far away, but it does not take very long to get there. So they dumped crabs on your table and you just ate them with like a mallet and a nutcracker? I didn't get a mallet. I was hoping for a mallet. Uh Um, But yeah, we... Well, the thing is, I had... The truce was asked to do the show. 
Uh-huh. And everyone was all like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll do it. <clears throat> and I should have done the same thing. But slowly but surely, everyone backed out. And I was like, I guess I'm still committed. And I, my word means something. I don't know. So I was like determined to do the stupid show on a Saturday night <clears throat> at 8 o'clock um, in Hollywood. So we ended up having our negative one-year anniversary dinner at like 4 p.m. Nice. <laughs> And it was like we're this is our future, man. The blue plate spe- yeah, special. And, um, there was one. Oh, when we got there, there was one family wrapping up their like lunch. <laughs> you know? Wrapping up, in other words, they were taking it with them. Well, yeah, they were like getting their check. They were going. It, it they was, were wrapping not, up in terms of no we're done, bags. not correct. Wrapping up. They're not. What they was weren't on the physically table. wrapping yeah, it gotcha. up. That's a weird thing to take home. Yeah, <laughs> they were metaphorically wrapping it yes, up. Yes, things were. Winding down with that meal. (laughs) (laughs) The party's over. Turn out the lights. All I'm saying is they were physically. Don Meredith, Monday Night Football. (laughs) They were physically there when we walked in. But shortly after that, we were the only ones ones in the whole restaurant. And we picked um, a window seat on purpose so we could people watch. It's still broad daylight. So... um, and then one other couple comes in, and the entire re- it's pretty big is empty. They sit down directly next to us. They wanted to look out the window. That's fine, but it was still just like weird. Okay, and um, we Jeff sometimes catches me like if I have a weird look in my eye, he's like, "Are you eavesdropping on the table next to us?" I'm like, "Yes, I am." Um, but this time I didn't. I was I kept trying not to, mm-hmm. but Jeff was like. I hate them. And I was like, oh, thank God you're doing it too. Um, Because they came into this restaurant. It's like the point of the restaurant is you order seafood by the tub and but is it uh, is it specifically crabs or is no, it no, other no. stuff like can, is it you can like order crab Chilean bass and you could do that I guess but it would be a little grouper messy. was there grouper it would be messy you kind of want it in a shell because mm-hmm. they cook so it's the, shellfish they cook the potatoes and the, you could what I'm saying is you could order fish as an entree right. but like what they're known for is Crack dumping crab. shit on your yeah, table yeah you could get like the shrimps and the mussels and mm-hmm. the clams Did you say shrimps yeah <laughs> <laughs> the crawfish did you know that Amber is Forrest Gump <laughs> and um, we we got shrimp and crab. Because you could order whatever. Uh-huh. Who cares? No one cares. But the table next to us, they walk in and they were like, what are your special... They didn't sound fancy. I don't know why I'm making them sound fancy. They're like, what are your specials... Because you hate them. What are your specials on lobster? And the like, the girl was like, I'm the host. Like, we got lobster. I'll <laughs> Your server will be right there. And Make them like, sound German. <laughs> I don't want to. Um, Please. There's implications. What are your specials on lobster? Well, then the waiter shows up and they're like, what are your specials on lobster? I'm the waiter. No, I don't really no. know. Let me ring out the well, chef. Well, she's like, well, we have lobster on the menu here and here, but there's no special. special. <laughs> and we were like, told there would be specials on the lobster. Well, and I was like, okay, okay. Like, they're looking for a special. Give them a second. And then they're like, how... <laughs> <laughs> How much is the lobster? And she's like, Market this price? is the price. And then... Does that translate to Deutschmarks or Euros? And then she, then he says, How many pounds is an average lobster? And I was like, Are they doing a science fair project? What the hell's going on? Then they ask, How many calories are in a lobster? 
We are trying to watch our diets but like, don't to reduce the size of our waistlines. It was like two people had never been in a restaurant. The way that Hitler expanded into <laughs> Poland, that is my wife's stomach expanding outside her pants. And and it's not like, okay. It's true. They were obsessed with getting a lobster. <laughs> that was the wife? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time. That's the first time Jamie ever did a decent improv move. <laughs> yes, and it's true. I, I've been uh, eating she's, a little too much. She's his wife is Spanish. <laughs> yeah, we you met never in said Spain. They both were. No, he was on a trip to Spain after the Holocaust. <laughs> it was shortly after the Holocaust. <laughs> I wanted to go I to Madrid to see Paella. the Guernica. Guernica. It's a big uh, Picasso painting. It's bad life size. <laughs> a big cow, etc. Of a very tragic day when the Germans used aerial bombs on the Spanish for the first time. Ugh. Anyway, you were saying about your crabs? Oh, by the way, how tall is the lobster? <laughs> right, but it's Not how she, long, but how tall. She asked, do they scream when you put them in the water? And um, How old are these people? Well, I went to see Spain right after the Holocaust, were, so I'm at least 95. Yes. They were older than everyone in this room. In this room right now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So at least 45. Yeah. <laughs> Sean's lying about his age because he's in Hollywood. Yes, I'm trying to be a young starlet still. <laughs> and um, a 45-year-old starlet. <laughs> I still want the ingenue roles. But, uh... <laughs> the 45-year-old ingenue. It's, like, the point is you get it in, like, a pot with potatoes and corn and sausage and all the seafood, and they put, like, a Cajun butter sauce on mm -hmm. it. Like, it isn't... If you want, like, a I want a fancy lobster tail, this isn't exactly right. where to go. Right. The point is that it's, like, with your hands and a bib and it's mm -hmm. messy and it was so messy but so fun they they gave the salt and pepper just in um just like a little bit of loose salt and a little bit of loose pepper in like plastic cups and mm -hmm. why did they do that and jeff's like because they're geniuses because all of the salt and pepper shakers would be so greasy and filthy and disgusting like mm -hmm. this way they could just toss them anyway um they, she was like, I don't like that it's cooked in butter. Could I have the butter on the side? It's just like, lady, I don't know where you think you are or what is happening. And she went into the, all this about the Could calories. I get the butter on the side and could you kill the lobsters humanely <laughs> by injection before you boil them? Um, so she went through all this about how many calories were in the lobster and the butter on the side. And then she ordered a clam chowder. And I was like, that is just cream. Yeah. Okay. What are you doing? But um, so I was like, I spent she's the whole She's fat, dinner... but she's also delusional. <laughs> I mean, it's aren't true. we all? <laughs> we are all fat and delusional. <laughs> I do think uh, things are happening that are not. <laughs> um, and there was some like classic car show. Like it wasn't a race. It, it looked like ESPN on the TV, but it was like a old rally. cars. Yeah. I feel like Montrose, there's always like literally old cars oh, going sure. down the street. It seems like that, that's the thing. 
But um, the guy would get up from the table and go stand in front of the TV like every ten minutes to. Like, this is a big. This is a big car show. But it, like it wasn't <laughs> even a football game. It was just right. like old. I was have dinner with whoever this is for a second. So I spent the whole meal trying not to listen to them talk. I love my wife, but I also love vintage automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, I, they were lunatics. They were mm. absolute lunatics. And we finished our meal and went for a long walk. And we walked by the restaurant again. And they were still in the window. I was like, they must be having a good time. I, I well, they were waiting for the event to end. <laughs> There's a Froyo life in Montrose. Did you oh, hit that up? I, we didn't hit that up. I had um, a sticky toffee cake at a bar. Did you go to the, there's a toy store there too. Mm-hmm. With the like ride the uh, horse in front. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, Folks, welcome like to here are some things in Montrose. <laughs> no, here's the most notable thing I found in Montrose on the corner. And it's big. It's one of the biggest stores on the main street in Montrose. It's <laughs> a pajama store. Wow. Good life. All they sell is like grandma pajamas like and there's mannequins in like different grandma pajamas mannequins mannequins um grandma pajamas and it's just like i do you have i've never seen a pajamas um no you just sleep in like what sweats and a t-shirt yeah i wish i had pajamas do you have pajamas no do you not really i mean i have pajama pants i don't have pajama Mm -hmm. shirts pajama they just know pajama or pajama. What a word. <laughs> pajama? <laughs> what if the fuck is pajama or pajama? Married life is lots of fun. Two can sleep as cheap as one. That's the end of the pajama game and they come out. Oh. She's wearing the shirt and the yeah. guy's wearing the pants. That's cute. What is pajama from? It's got to be Middle Eastern or something. No, we 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 have a... Uh, <laughs> We're just right. Also, what is, is the brass ring? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not English. Ring, I know that much. Pajamas come from pajamas. But I just Welcome thought that to was America, so fun. I've never seen a store that just sells mm-hmm. from pajamas. But we, uh, my line? family, my so my cousins, we all get together in Sandbridge, Virginia, every Sandbridge Beach, Virginia, every summer, and that is a big event. Is He's buying the PJs? No, 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 no. Sorry, <laughs> I'm going back to the crab thing. <laughs> we all go and buy PJs together. Guys, on the Monday before the Friday of the end of the vacation, (laughs) we always go to the PJ store. No, no, we have a crab lunch Uh, every year. Oh, you've mentioned that. I think that every time it's like been going for forty years. It's at the same house every time. They cover all the tables. You know, there's like eighty of us down there, so they cover all the tables with newspaper and just buy bushels and bushels of cooked crabs and everybody sits there they they dump them out on the table and you just take a crab and go crazy my my aunt i call her my aunt she's really my cousin she's my mom's age but she goes around and shows everybody because you have to relearn every time yeah, yeah, yeah. how to get the meat oh, out of the crab we for sure we're doing it the least effective yeah way. so there's mallets and there's nutcrackers and you pass those around and there's tubs of butter and there's bread and Ugh. and i my thing with crabs is i always feel like it takes so long to get the meat out that by the time the crabs are gone i actually want a meal right like it just takes forever so it's good that they serve potatoes and, and sausages like, yeah, and all that and stuff corn. and you could get other sides but i also kind of like that it forced because i eat really quickly because i'm a pig monster person and um i'm well aware <laughs> 
there was something nice about like I have to slow down because yeah. I can't. It takes fucking put forever. Shells in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, no, no, no. And also, I always feel like I cut my fingers uh-huh. and get oh, spices in them. It smelled like garlic Cajun yeah. sauce for like three days. Right. I'm like, I swear, I washed my hands a million times. That also reminds me of the summer. I think it was after my first year of teaching. So this is a long time ago. A bunch of my friends were working on Wall Street, and we all rented a summer house together so they would come out on the weekends but i lived out there for the summer and one of my friends came out one time during the week and we went to a lobster restaurant this was in jersey like belmar new jersey or someplace went to a lobster restaurant we're gonna have lobster and we were so excited about the lobster and at some point towards the end of the dinner a guy, a waiter came over to the table and he was like, did somebody ask for more butter and just poured a full <laughs> thing of butter on my shirt? Why? And we were like, that had to have been done on purpose. Like we were just laughing about it. Like, <laughs> like no one is that clumsy. Well, and it, that, it sounds like a line. Yeah. Like, 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 oh, you want more butter? Yeah. And he, and so we were like, they're we had that feeling of like, are we on a prank show? Right. Like what's happening right now? Or some sort of hustle. So the it first could have step. been a thing that I reacted to negatively, but we just thought it was so funny right. that this guy thought he could be <laughs> subtle about this. And we were just like, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we're onto your game, young right. man. Meanwhile, we were like 22. Uh, so what else, Amber? Anything else? Negative one year anniversary. A negative one. Oh, um, I my grandpa had Alzheimer's. Um, he also had a, a like a laundry list of other things like Parkinson's and. Hey. Um, I'm not exactly sure what all. Uh, I he died when I was probably like ten or eleven, but I called my dad when I heard about your dad's diagnosis just because it's like his dad had Alzheimer's. Like, any insight? You think Jamie's dad caught it from your dad's no, dad? No, 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 no. It wasn't a blame situation. Okay. It was a, hey, any hot tips right. <laughs> or insight or I just wanted to share. And he, he, I think it's everything you know. It's just like, don't fight with them. I feel like it's in... Don't fight with someone. It's really easy to be like, no, actually, this is what's right. It's like, why? Like, why is this your? Why do you have to be right? Like, let your ego go a little bit. It's fine. I've told this story, I think, before on this show, but my grandfather also had Alzheimer's and lived with my parents for the last eight years of his life. Oh wow! With Alzheimer's, and he was. You know, it's hard to use the word crazy about somebody like that, but it was like incredibly difficult for my parents and I think really hard on their marriage in some ways. Um, But speaking of the beach, we go to the beach every summer and he used to come with us and I would actually fly with him because he hated flying, but it was like we can't have him in the car for that long. Uh, But he one year... And this happened several times as I was growing up. Where we were, where we were, we are, or where they rent a house is literally right on the Atlantic Ocean. Like we're on the beach. That's nice. It's amazing, except when a hurricane uh-huh. rolls in, when it becomes very dangerous. And one year, uh, he was still alive, and there was, a, and they evacuate the whole place when there's a hurricane because 
could get washed away, basically. Right. Uh, in fact, it has been washed away several times. Uh, they've had the Army Corps of Engineers come in and dump tons and tons and tons of sand to like rebuild the beach. But on this particular occasion, the storm was coming, the hurricane was coming, my grandfather was there, my parents were like, well, we need to pack up and we need to get back to the, you know, the mainland and maybe stay at a hotel and maybe head back to New York. And he was like, no, we don't, it's not a big deal. You know, it's just a storm, who cares? It escalated to the point, he was refusing to leave, it escalated to the point where my mother called the police to have a police officer come out and talk to him and tell him how dangerous it was. And it was a female police officer. My grandfather, you know, turned on the charm and he was like, your husband is a very lucky man. Good for you. And like, she was like, he seems fine to me. I can't force him to do anything. My dad, meanwhile, this is not his father, this is my mother's father. My dad is losing his shit because we're still there. Right. It's dangerous. <clears throat> and this is, I mean, I'm an adult. I was in my 30s at the time, you know. But everybody's there. He's like, we we need to. So the, that house we were staying in, then there was a, uh, we all slept downstairs. And then the upstairs was the living room and my parents and my grandfather and my father was like, I'm staying downstairs with you guys. I'm gonna lose my my mind up there. So we just sat downstairs and watched TV. And then finally, you know, the storm was about to about to hit. My father goes upstairs, goes to bed, six in the morning. My dad and my mom are asleep in their room. My grandfather bursts into the room and goes, there's a hurricane coming. We need to get out of here. He just we have to great leave idea. right yeah. now. <laughs> yes. Like he turned on the TV and saw it again. Didn't remember that this had been happening right. for so long and was like, we need to go. So everybody ended up being safe, but it was oh my God. difficult, you know? Yeah. I'm glad we live in. The good thing is every time I saw him, I could tell him the same joke and he thought it was hilarious every time. <laughs> So keep you know how he's going to react Yeah, because yeah. he still has the same sense of humor. Right. Uh, oh, but yeah. So I called him to talk to him about that. And in the same breath, um, I don't know if it just like made him put things in perspective, but he was just like, you know, Amber, the other day I was sitting there down in Mexico and it's like beautiful. It's springtime. They have tons of friends. Um, like every happy hour people come over to their house and have drinks and like they just have a really great life and he he was like i was sitting on the beach the other day and i realized we are living exactly our dream and how cool that is and how not a lot of people can say that and like i think i was driving to work when we were having this conversation i was just like that's really great dad like yeah it's so beautiful but it, it made me think of it because you were talking about how you're living your dream with the theater. So it's cool. And it's nice. <laughs> I'm so undercutting my own. <laughs> this podcast, this podcast is my dream. It's cool. This is the dream for I'm, you. I'm living it. Well, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I got an intelligence report on the table. 
Amber Jamie. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So let's do that. And we will be back in a moment with more stuff. Hey, folks, this is Sean Conroy. You may know me as one fourth of the long shot, but I am also directing a, a, a one person show right now by a guy uh, whose name is Eddie Pepitone. And we're going to do that on the 12th of April at 8 p.m. at a theater called the Lyric Hyperion here in Los Angeles. So please come out and see that. I think it's $10 for tickets. Um, Eddie would be thrilled if there were people there. And I think the show is very funny. And I think my direction is really good. So not see that we're back you're listening to the long shot it is a podcast interesting jesus jamie that is just insulting this is boring yeah <laughs> uh, this is very low energy we wanted to talk tonight about about how we think we're gonna die <laughs> there it is sean how do you think you're gonna die i don't I know man i forgot to eat a banana oh do you have it here yeah get it purse I mean, I've obviously had <laughs> problems before. I always say I've kissed death on the mouth twice, and death tried to slip me the tongue, but I came back from you that. You weren't interested. I really wasn't. Death tried to take me to Finger Bank City. <laughs> the that's the, that's the best way to die. I said, no, thank you. Uh, but I came real close a couple times, and uh, that has all worked out, but... Who knows if that's something that will continue to be a problem. I mean, I went to, I actually saw my cardiologist this week. Oh, wow. And How often do you have to go? Once a year. He said, come back next year. I said, I will. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if I make it that long. <laughs> Depends on how I'm going to die. Uh, and everything was good, you know? Um, so that's, that's a positive. Uh, but that is certainly an issue. But then I, uh, in fact, it was funny years ago. Uh, and I didn't even remember this until it was brought up again. But back when I lived in New York, I mean, this goes back like 20 years. We used to do roasts. This was before like pot roast. This would be. <laughs> No, uh, this was before it was cool, like oh, roast like, battle and all right, that right, right. shit. A bunch of comics that I know who have since become successful. We used to get together once a year. It probably happened for two or three years in a row. Oh, that's we fun. would get a room at Carmine's restaurant, which is a great Italian restaurant in New York. And we would just roast each other. Um, and a lot of it was super funny and some of it was not. So uh, mean. I don't know if I could handle it. But one guy said... About me, he was like, I predict that he will be the first of us to die of a heart attack. And then when I had heart issues like, a few years later, no, 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 Curse. he felt terrible. Oh. And somebody mentioned to me that he was feeling so badly that he had said that and then this happened and whatever. And I was like, I didn't even remember that. Right. Like, who cares? Uh, but I did at one point 
you know, I read something about like make a bucket list and try to set goals for yourself over the course. So I did it kind of as a joke. And one of the things I remember was that I wanted to go skydiving, which I don't want to do, mm -hmm. but I was like on my 80th birthday, I am going to go skydiving then decide on the way down whether or not to pull the ripcord. <laughs> That's intense. <laughs> but I don't know. And I think about sometimes like like things happen that make you think, you know. Um, my my brother-in-law, his brother, uh, is in the hospital right now. Oof. He was out with friends. Oh. Uh, week ago or something uh they were out just drinking having a good time everybody split up to take ubers home and they said they would call each other when they got home they never heard from him the next day the next night somebody started calling hospitals found him in one of the hospitals um he doesn't know what happened he i mean there may have been i haven't spoken to my brother about it in a couple of days but like, was he in a car accident in the Uber? Or? Nobody knows. Oh. Nobody knows. He got brought in by the police and an ambulance. So as far as I knew, and like I said, it's been a couple days since then. His So my brother-in-law came out here and was with him in the hospital. I did not get to see them while they were, while he was here. Um, but it was just very unclear. Like he, he didn't know how he got there. Scary. He, he was, um, at first he didn't know who anybody was. And then he started to remember stuff. So I have no idea. He may have been beaten up. I just don't know. Um, or he may have been in an accident of some sort. I'm just not sure. But, uh, but things like that happen and you're like, that could happen <laughs> anytime to anybody. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, this is a cheerful episode. Uh, like earthquakes, natural disasters, accidents. <laughs> List them all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, war. War is a good one. Thank you. We could all die in a nuclear strike mm -hmm. from North Korea tomorrow. Right. Or like right they, now. If they shoot a missile off... It's coming here. Los Angeles. You think? That's target number one. Is it? I think so. I think it's the closest part of the United States to them, right? Maybe they'll go for But, Vegas. you know, I'm not worried about that because I know Trump is going to negotiate with him. So, you know. Um, but, but realistically, I think that accidents aside, all of us are going to live to be very old, you know? Yeah. Like I, way older than, like the life expectancy is going to get longer again. Sure. I think it's gotten shorter recently, uh -huh. but I think it's going to get longer again. So we're going to all be like 90 years old. Well, what do you, what, what do you still think? Doing what science will we Still doing this podcast. Hi, folks. <laughs> uh, good dusk. Welcome to the long shot. I'm in a whirlwind. Yes. <laughs> Jamie, tell us about the whirlwind. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it runs in the family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would be nice to go peacefully. Sure. Mm -hmm. But 
But like, we're not LeBron James. He'll probably live to be 118. I don't know, man. You take some beatings when you're playing professional basketball. It's a man's game, you know? <laughs> Theater life can be a man's game, too. <laughs> it's not. No. It's, um, it's interesting because, like, when I go to the doctor, they always ask for family history. And both of my grandparents on my mom's side died before I was born. And... Both of my grandparents on my dad's side are now passed. Died after you were born. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then now my dad has had quadruple bypass surgery. So like, I don't have like, I feel like two years ago my medical history was like, yeah, it's fine. And now I'm like, ooh, maybe it isn't. I know. <laughs> like, I need to get a physical for sure. <laughs> but your dad is also a smoker. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a huge. Right. I mean, when I went to the hospital, not when I went to the hospital, but when I went to what they call cardiac rehabilitation, which I think your dad did as well. Uh, everybody there was way older than I was. Mm -hmm. So they were all like, what are you doing? here? You're today? so young. And I was like, I know. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they were all smokers mm. i mean that was the that was the one thing that everybody had in common was that they were all smokers and i was not a smoker people right. were always shocked to find out that i had not right. been a smoker so i think you know no you, yeah you still smoke less than two packs a day right, right? I'm, I'm two on the dot two on the dot. <laughs> uh, but not a not a hair but i think one. that's a big part of it yeah you know yeah. um so what about you amber how are you gonna die oof it's that's, I mean, that's what made me think, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a heart Cardiac. thing. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I don't know. Uh, probably some really embarrassing, stupid accident that people are that's like, what, I was gonna what say. a fucking idiot. She was just trying to open a crab, and, and she, she sliced her jugular vein. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, well, that's, a, that's an issue for me as well, which is... I, I I won't say I worry about this, but what if I die here in my apartment? A week could go by that nobody would know well, it. We would know because you wouldn't. Show I mean, the podcast. yeah, but but how concerned would you be? Right. You know, it's not like I'm stealing money like that was an <laughs> I knew issue. It was going there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> thief! He's a thief. I didn't ever say those words. Um, but, you know, that yeah. that is a concern is yeah. like, you know, I'm not in a relationship right now. And I just feel like at least I don't have a cat that will eat my face while oh, I'm God. lying there dead, you know, which maybe I should get a cat. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. I, I think if you have live animals, they tend to eat you after you die. <laughs> really? Yeah, they get I, I thought it was like maybe once in a while. Well, meat. you haven't fed them. Yeah, and you're meat uh, now. And you're meat. You're not alive. Oh. They're not I mean, killing you. They, they, they're, they're just being resourceful. So they can live. Mm -hmm. I get it now. But your face? That's yeah. where they go first because it's there's no clothing to protect you. Oh. Well, maybe you got to start wearing a mask indoors <laughs> when you get this animal that you don't have. This is not a bleak future at all. <laughs> this is the, I'm, just, I'm just watching CNN with a catcher's mask on. Just yeah. in case. Everyone walking by is so scared. 
If this is your first time listening to the It's just in case I die alone. (laughs) I might get a cat. (laughs) I don't even have a cat yet. I'm I'm preparing. (laughs) It's smart, if you think about it. I, um... When I first started comedy, my brother got me a gift that was the Darwin Awards book, mm-hmm. which is all about like people who do stupid dumb, things and die, dumb ways people die. And he was like, "Isn't that funny?" And I just like I found all of them so sad. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to laugh at these people. <laughs> they thought they were having a nice day, right? But on the they, they just wanted a picture at the edge of the Grand Canyon. Go yeah. right, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just wanted a selfie at the edge of the Grand yeah. Canyon. Oh God. <sighs> Dummies. <clears throat> the Grand Canyon has so many um, death traps. Well, I was gonna say railings up, and some of them are like that's not necessary. And then you think about dummies, and you're like, oh, that's necessary. Right. Totally, people are so stupid. Well, I think also people are so used to being in like safe, safe environments, environments yeah. or like a Disneyland type situation that mm-hmm. it's just like you're you're not at a national park worried about your life though you should be the grand canyon will take everything you have that's how i want to go i want to falling off a cliff yeah (laughs) i want to die that'd be the worst i want to die dancing yeah me too (laughs) me too (laughs) let's have a dance death party wearing our catcher's masks (laughs) that would be the best way to just dancing yeah yeah everybody dance now Holy shit, they all croaked. Everybody's dying now. But I don't know. I haven't thought about it a lot. I don't know if that makes me. I have not thought about it specifically. Or young or what? Probably both. Mostly shallow. But like some people, I think, really. I definitely think about it more now than I used to, you know? Um, like I, I also, I look at my parents who are now moving out of their house and I know, you know, they're moving into a smaller place that's more, um, comfortable for them. So they don't have to walk up and down the stairs all the time. But I know that they must also be facing the fact that they are entering the final chapter of their lives. You know, they ain't going to move again. Right. And that's a big... Unless uh, they find a good deal. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Unless. uh, Unless they got... But I'm sure that... And and they're cleaning out their house, so they're confronting all that. Yes. You know? Um, Which is, I'm sure, difficult. Right. Uh, Yeah. But that is how I got my football jacket back. Oh, I didn't post it. I post (sighs) that... What do you mean uh, post it? Uh, he wore his Letterman jacket during the last recording. <laughs> oh, man. And it looked good. <laughs> it's funny. My, my I have a friend who listens to the podcast, and his son is a very good football player. Huge, huge kid. Uh, has always been huge. And now is, I think he's a senior or a junior. And I guess they just went on a road trip to see some places. And he said... He said they listened to the podcast for hours, and his son's big question now was... What position did you play? Yeah, what what was your football career like? What position did you play? So I just sent him the whole thing about how I played I played wide receiver, and I was good. I caught everything thrown anywhere near me, but I was like six foot two, 140 pounds. You know, I started playing when I was 15, and there were guys on the team that were 18 and 19 years old, 
So I played, um, I never, I started one game, never had any catches in games. But when we played, uh, when we scrimmaged, I was always the receiver on the scout team. Mm. And those guys would beat the shit out of me. Like they loved, they loved to destroy me in scrimmages. Well, we never talked about this. Like we have that this shared history. People who, like I was saying, <laughs> the two true. guys, the two guys, our middle linebacker and our strong safety, who were the guys that I was always crossing the middle, and they would just destroy me. And one of them, the middle linebacker, could bench press four hundred and fifty pounds when he was a junior in high school, oh my God. and later served four terms, or sorry, four tours of duty as a marine colonel in iraq holy crap and the other guy was basically just known to be the toughest kid in the school you know and he's now uh or last i heard he was a cop in new york city but those two guys just lived for (laughs) destroying me every week uh for for four days you know because on the last day we wouldn't have a contact scrimmage but uh, and I prided myself on being able to take everything they gave me and just pop right back up and and uh, do it again. Uh, but anyway, so my friend was was uh, listening to the show. I don't know how I got to this. Jamie, how are you going to die? Because <laughs> your parents are cleaning out their house. Yes. Oh, my jacket. Right. Well, I just, I'm sure I talked about it at some point, but my brief football career, it was I was the, uh, the scout team. Uh-huh. I would go up against the the best defense. What position were you? Wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And I was not six two. I was five six or seven, and would get destroyed. And I was kind of like the, I'd never played before, and so a lot of it just like was like flam, <laughs> like getting destroyed was hilarious to people. <laughs> but one of the best moments, and I didn't realize it until later because I just I don't think I even understood why what a scout team was or why. <laughs> there i was just kind of there but i was committed to it but i just didn't know the sport but was when i scored a touchdown against the best defense oh whoa and that was like it's a big deal it wasn't a big big deal but like you know like i remember some of the the star players or you know some of the starters were like that's just really cool (laughs) you scored a touchdown on the best defense Mm -hmm. i wish i remember what the move was when i was a junior (laughs) which is when i first played we went away to football camp for a week and on one of the last days in football camp, we played a scrimmage against the team. I don't know if they were from the South, but their coach was definitely, bless you, Andrew. Um, their coach was definitely like a Southern football coach. Uh-huh. And like... Friday Night Lights. Yeah, but also like kind of overweight with tight coaches mm. shorts on and like walked with a cane because he was so overweight and couldn't threw me i had it (laughs) (laughs) but he was like all right boys we're gonna take these boys to school let's Uh, thrash them you know we're gonna take them out behind the house and give them a beating uh Uh, and so we played them and in the scrimmage i want to say i caught like 11 passes or something like just ridiculous and so the next day Everybody started calling me Radar. That was my nickname on the football team was Radar. Radar. That's so cute. Well, it was hilarious because nobody would tell me what it meant. Like, uh-huh. why were they calling me Radar? And then finally, one of the coaches, Tom Schaller, mm-hmm. I think his name was Schaller, everybody called him Mott because he was dyslexic. 
really funny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> he was actually, my, he was my homeroom. That's he was really a gym teacher. Clever. He was my homeroom teacher. I thought it was like applesauce. He was my homeroom teacher senior year. And he, he just had a funny way of talking. And he was like, Conroy, do you know why they're calling you Radar? And I was like, I don't, coach. Could you tell me? And he was like, yeah, because they say you're too slow for the other team to pick you up on radar. Oh so it sounded like a cool nickname, but it was actually a huge insult. Well, what does that mean? Like they took my my accomplishment of and, and, catching all these passes and, and were like, it's because you suck. <laughs> yes. Oh, you weren't even on the radar. Yeah, like in other words, I mean, that is a thing with radar that if a plane flies really slow, it doesn't show up on the radar. So anyway, or I don't even know if that's true, but I choose to believe it. But that was how they came up with their their nickname for me was Radar. <laughs> um, and it was an insult, not a compliment. Right. Fuck so that. Jamie, how are you going to die? Let's see. Um, are we gonna, let's figure it out tonight. I. It also feels a little... Um, I'm like superstitious. Like I don't I want know. to say anything. Well, it's interesting because my thought also about the things running in families is that there is no history in my family of... The heart stuff? No, 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 of cancer. Uh-huh. So part of me wants to say one thing I know for sure... Oh, yeah, but... Is that it won't be cancer, which is good. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to say that. Right. Well, I'm currently convinced that I have cancer, uh, multiple kind of sclerosis. Cancer? Right now I'm doing lung. Um, <laughs> and you have multiple pretty sure both why um, why do you think that because well a my shoulder has been really hurting but for this like is two I, years can i tell you why he thinks that okay his shoulder was bothering him uh-huh he started googling about it yes why does your went shoulder on hurt? webmd oh, it's MS. and was like oh i either have multiple sclerosis or cancer bone cancer or both mm-hmm. right well that's part of it then also the numbness i've been feeling for the last couple of years which i thought was adderall and i just was like all right it's the adderall that's just an emotional problem um <laughs> It's your heart chakra. You got to open. I do have to open the heart chakra and the throat chakra. Me too. Those are the ones I struggle yeah. with. The throat the most. Mm. But that's why I do get scared about cancer is um, how much I hold in. Mm. Mm. But there I said it. And now it can happen, right? right. Also, <laughs> saying it is helping your throat chakra. Ironically. Yeah, you're right. I do hold this in a lot. Like in the last few weeks, I really like, there's like, yeah, you, lung cancer can definitely lead to a, a, a shoulder that hurts. Oh, but you can breathe okay, right? Yeah, but then I'm like, I think I'm out of breath all the time. <laughs> That's just out of shape. I think I am out of... I mean, there's so many things that I can go right. back to. But um, yeah, and then I'm like, I'll just fucking choke or... Um, <laughs> Pick on like a chicken bone or something <laughs> dumb. Have, have you, I mean, I've been out of breath, like run really fast or had the panic attack where I almost like feel like I've experienced some measure of death. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, the heart's beating so fast and like I'm just out of it. I'm trying to think of other scenarios where that's happened where I'm like... Well, that's that's because your body is designed for fight or flight. So if you're not fighting, you're flighting and your body is going, <laughs> I don't oh know my how to God, fly. I'm going to die. Yeah. Well, no, that's not what I was going to say, <laughs> but sure. Oh, like I've passed out a couple of times. There was a point Recently? where like, like a few years ago, like I was, I smoked like crazy pot. Mm. and just was i literally just fell i was talking to my friend and like i was like and just and i just like just kind of like fell but like my um 
brain just started getting turning black. <laughs> like it was just like a like I'm your losing consciousness. And it was like, that's what death is, I think. And then you're just gone. But luckily I came back. I feel like you're quoting from The Sopranos right now. I never watched I think it just goes black. <laughs> Everything goes to black. You it's don't even just, know what that's happened. That's just the script. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, this is only kind of relates, but I took a half running, half Pilates workout class last week, which is a big mistake. Per running? <laughs> but, um, Relates? Because you're on a treadmill. And the thing is, I'm out of running shape as it is mm -hmm. but if i do run it's outside and you could like speed up or slow down and i'm not used to a treadmill at this juncture and it was a treadmill class so it was like crank it up to 10 put the hill all oh, the way up like and i was not ready and i also have an ego and competitive so i wasn't like she's like you could do it less i was like i could do it and then um at one point i was like red face like clearly couldn't do it and at one point i was like okay Sometimes I get in the zone when I'm running outside by like closing my eyes. Uh oh. <laughs> I see what this I feel is like how you die. You to lose your balance on the I on fell the completely yeah. off the treadmill. Mm -hmm. And the lady was like, so then she was around me like a hot cuz she thought I was like Special. gonna sue her for mm -hmm. like right. dying and I was like, I'm actually okay. I'm just an idiot. Like it's gonna be okay. How do you not open with this? Um and <laughs> this then how come you didn't open the, with the good material? <laughs> <laughs> but and then the Pilates part was just you a, got like, something here, kid. My my friend Abby is a Pilates teacher, and she's a very I good know Pilates teacher. And so now I'm spoiled because so then I fell off the treadmill, and now we're doing Pilates, and it's not like I was amazing at it, but I see everyone in the class with wrong form, and she's not correcting them. So I'm like, I'm not gonna take this fucking class again. <laughs> it's not just because I fell off the treadmill. <laughs> That's how some people die. It, it was horrible. It was so embarrassing, especially because I was like wearing my marathon t-shirt and stuff. Just like. <laughs> hey, cool. <laughs> the marathon was last weekend, right? Or two weekends uh -huh. ago? But I didn't run it. Do you remember when I signed up for the marathon and I was all excited mm -hmm. about running it and oh, then yeah. it never happened? Ugh. I was going to say, how did the marathon You can't go? always live your dream. Yes, you, know? you can. One of these years. You have to try. One of these years. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. We're all going to die. So we will be back in a moment with a segment that we like to call Parting a Shots. Uh, I was just thinking the other day, why did the chicken cross the road? Because... He didn't have a carriage to take him across. I have a carriage because I'm the queen. Thank you. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast that you are listening to. Mm -hmm. I'm your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today Hello, on the Sean. show... The slowly dying Jamie Flam, mm. the slowly dying, dying Amber Kenny. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's time for a segment that we like to call parting shots. I mean, we're all dying, right? Mm -hmm. Slow is the nicest way to be dying. I think I wrote a sketch oh, once. Not well, painful. I guess that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> In many cases, opposite. I think I wrote a sketch once where it was a doctor telling someone they were dying, and the uh -huh. guy was like downplaying it because he was like, "Oh, so are yeah, you?" Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like we that's, all are. That's um. One of my favorite books I've read so many times when I was in high school was the Bible. Catch, was Catch Twenty Two, oh. and the guy runs in. He's like, "They're 
they're trying to kill me. And he's like, no, they're not. Well, they're shooting at me. Well, they're shooting at everyone. Does that make a difference? (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. They're trying to kill you. Uh, All right, Jamie, parting shots. Uh, Let's start with Jamie. Well, I just found out from Andrew that um, pajamas isn't from, as in from (laughs) the Middle East. It's an Urdu. Urdu? Or? Urdu, yeah. Persian. Correct. So there's that. That's cool. I would make me think of the pants. Do do you know what skids are? Mm -mm. S-K-I-D-Z. It was a brand of pants in ninth (gasps) grade. Are those the like... Like football guys would wear them. Oh, maybe it was more like in, when I was in junior high. Like the cool kids would wear them. Like just I know what you're talking like about. Like the it's, zebra ones. Yeah, yeah. No, not that. Okay. Well, that has another name which I can't remember. Do you know right now. what? Yeah, yeah. Skids had like a. It was this was in the '90s, but like you know, it'd be plaid, like kind of like pajama pants. Uh huh. And I'll never forget my friend Matt wore like we were, we were a nerdy bunch, and skids were popular, and like they was like. I'm going to wear skids to school. Like, God bless him. He's like, I'm going to wear the cool kid pants. And she got so much shit from everyone. Really? But that was what I was bringing up. But like, just skids is the worst name for pants ever. It really is. It's like they're fucking with you. A light (laughs) kind of a pillowy, billowy pant (laughs) called skids. I got to see a picture. So. Kind of hammer pants, but oh yeah. Anyway, so skids. Um, yeah, that's what I was picturing before. Do the football kids wear those? No, you weren't. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I hope I don't die. I hope none of us die. Death is scary. We're definitely not picturing that. Um, what were you picturing? <laughs> what do you think she was picturing? I know what she was picturing. It was not the picture we just saw. Go ahead, Jamie. Oh, what happened? Um, I watched Wild Wild Country, which I um, recommend. I'd love for our listeners to watch it so we could talk about it. And then I'm ha- halfway through the first half of the Gary Shandling documentary. A quarter of the way through. A quarter of the way through <laughs> is another way of putting it. <laughs> and I was never a big Gary Shandling guy. When he was on when I was a kid, it was just like, it like didn't appeal to me. It was head or something. Yeah. Um, and there's the Gary Shandling show was on, but it was just like, I didn't get it. And I was like seven or eight years old, but God damn, this guy is like so inspiring me right now. He was a visionary. Like he wasn't just a stand up, and I never really watched the Gary, it's Gary, what was it called? It's Gary Shandling's show. But the Larry Sanders show is genius. Yeah. Like a hundred percent of the way through. Yeah. It's so good. Um, and I was never a huge fan of his stand-up either. Not that I was against it. Like, I wasn't watching him and going, oh, he sucks. I just never got into him, you know? So I haven't seen the documentary yet. I'm excited it's to so watch good. it. But the part of me that you guys know, I mean, he's a seeker through mm-hmm. and through. But, like, you know, I write notes and diary entries to myself. And, like, just and also, like, like, Jamie, get your fucking shit together and etc like you need to immaculatize blah 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 like what are you doing you oh man follow the fucking immaculata we haven't heard about that in a long time it hasn't been happening for a long time but um the lung cancer's in the way oh, <laughs> you, oh no i think immaculatize will get rid of that what if i do though oh boy you don't you don't well, at least and we'll I, have this please record. god don't let yeah, him no, 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 no. he absolutely doesn't <laughs> Well, think about no. Anytime I go to the doctor and I say I'm worried about this thing, 
I just had a long conversation, not this time, but once in the past with this same cardiologist where he was like, I am begging you, I am begging Don't you to not MD. go on the internet and Google things because all, right. all it does it's is fuck everybody up. Well, and stress. He might not have said it fucks everybody up, but something like actually that. actually is bad for you. Right. Yeah. He's like, you're not going to diagnose yourself correctly. Mm -hmm. You're going to worry about a ton of stuff you don't need to be worried about. Just please don't. Mm -hmm. so. and, it, and it, I'm so guilty of it, but it, the power of suggestion, because you're like, I guess my left wrist has been a little wobbly. Well, this, right. is a, this, is a, this is a real thing that happens to med students where mm -hmm. they start to think oh, they yeah. have everything. So if you do have lung cancer, shame on Amber and myself. Yes. <laughs> Our oh. bad. <laughs> Hope we don't have to have that conversation. <laughs> uh, I got some good news and some bad news. Yeah, yeah. I win this round, but I also news. lose this round. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> but also. In see my ya. face. <laughs> God. Or I should say in my lungs. Yeah. In my lungs. Oh, now my lungs are hurting. Looks for bad. Um, Your lungs are not hurting. Anyway, Gary Shandling, so far, I love this man. And like, but like, I understand. I get, I feel validated in some of my uh, like, just uh, trying to motivate myself. He wrote a lot of notes and stuff. Copious. <laughs> Copious. <laughs> No. no, that's a scene that happens very early in the documentary where he dumps out this, it's like a chest filled with his diaries oh, and notebooks wow. and writings and mm -hmm. just little things he scribbled to himself, you know. But it, I mean, they, they call it the Zen Diaries, but like he was obsessed with meditation and like living in the moment and living authentically. And like, it's not about the stand up. It's about being in the present. Meditation is far more important than your stand up set. And I'm only... Half of a halfway through, so <laughs> I'm only an eighth. It of, gets uh, it gets 16. super dark. Oh, you saw the whole thing? No, no. Oh. What if by the end he's like, actually, this meditation stuff, mm -mm, not for me. They're <laughs> setting you up. Yeah, corner. they're setting up for the downfall. It's just like the other documentary you watched, the, uh, Wild Wild Country. He's actually the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Watch Wild Wild Country. I want to talk about this. Okay. All right, Amber. I will talk about something I watched too last night. I got two things. They're both quick. Great. Um, this is something that I think you in particular would be soups into. Thank you. I, um, I discovered, like, I like when you think of things that I'd be soups into. <laughs> I discovered high alcohol kombucha. Ugh. It tastes just like kombucha, but you get drunk and then the next day you feel great because I don't know why <laughs> you wait, don't wait. get hungover. High alcohol? <laughs> yeah. That's, what, why is it called that? It's not called that. There's just a high alcohol content. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I don't understand. How does alcohol get high? It sounded like it was the brand name, high alcohol. No, it's... it's, it's Why is it named after alcohol? <laughs> like high, high alcohol mountain. Why is it saying hello to alcohol when it's no, kombucha? it's 7% alcohol. Where do We're, you get it? Um, the liquor store by my house. Why is it called that? <laughs> I don't know. Why is it called the liquor store? I don't know. They're not licking anybody. <laughs> I was. I wouldn't have gone there, but anyway, it's really good, <laughs> and um, I could be wrong. I haven't. I don't have a great sample size, but like, I wasn't hungover the next day. And how many? For, did you just had one. I mean, one twenty-two ounce. It comes in a twenty-two ounce bottle, and it's seven percent. That's more than most beer. So it's. I'll do ya. Yeah, and plus you get the that. Yeah, the uh, probiotics, probiotics, baby. Yeah. Come on. 
on. Are you kidding? B vitamins, I think. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. B pollen. <clears throat> okay. B. So that's the first thing. It's interrelated because last night I was like, I'm going to stay in. Jeff works Sunday nights. He does bingo at the Roosevelt, which I think you started, which is so funny and circular. I can't believe that's still going. He's been doing it forever. But um, I hope he has better jokes than Jamie. I don't think he even does. I don't know. I don't know what he does. My I, jokes were good. I am. Um, B12. <laughs> B14. Joke. Those are just well, we just, he was just doing a whole B thing, and I like it organically came right back up. Nope. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ Superstar Live was on last night. On I didn't see it, but I saw a lot on Twitter. It was great. I like put it on fully. Like I got my alcoholic kombucha. Like let's make fun of this show, and couldn't do it. Who was in it? Was anybody famous in it? Yeah, John Legend played. Oh, right. Jesus. I saw that and on then Sarah Brellis played Mary Magdalene. Uh-huh. And then Alice Cooper played um, King Herod. Uh-huh. And he was great. I was like, I didn't know if he was going to be horrible. He was amazing. The whole thing was so good. I liked it a lot. Check it out. It was great. Schools out <laughs> for Israel. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. It's the only Alice Cooper song. I was like I trying know. to think of another Alice Cooper song. In sixth grade, my friend Aaron Sherber and I went to the principal of our elementary school and said, can we play this song over the loudspeaker on the last day of school? And he was like, let me look into it. And of course, he then came back and said <laughs> no, you know, because Alice Cooper was too hardcore uh. for sixth graders. Uh, okay, parting shots. Here's my parting shot. It's funny that you brought up meditation. I was reading an article today about David Lynch. We were talking about the He's new Twin Peaks uh, at work, where our show is. Uh, I won't get into it, but I started reading about him. Uh, I remember Twin Peaks the first time it was on. I have not watched the second series now, but that was the only show. Twin Peaks was the only show, it was on in like 90 and 91. I think I was still living at my parents' house at the time, for at least part of that time. And that was the only show in the history of my family that was appointment television for everybody in the family. Yeah, which is That's a strange one. I know. (laughs) But everybody loved that show. Uh, And I've enjoyed a lot of his movies, but not in the sense of like, oh, I'm a huge David Lynch fan, whatever. So I read this article today, and they talk a lot about his meditation stuff, and he's been into TM mm-hmm. since the early 70s, and is a huge proponent of it. Like, yeah. Very much talks about how meditation would make everything better. Anyway, this is a quote from him in this article. The article is in GQ, uh, which is where I saw it, because I have a subscription. I don't. Uh, <laughs> that was that, what was that shirt by? <laughs> right. But this is what he says. So so, so, I just was fascinated by the article because his movies are dark. Like his mm-hmm. sensibility is very dark. But the people that work for him love him, worship him, talk about him in glowing terms. And at one point in the article, he says, we're super special beings. We really are. And we have a glorious future. If only we could realize that and grow rapidly toward that, it would be beautiful. The key to it is the transcendent, 
this deepest eternal level of life, the big treasury within every human being. When any one human being experiences that deepest level, they grow in that, all positive, and life gets better. And they're truly unfolding their full potential. The key to peace in the world is there. We're special beings with a great future, great potential, and we're supposed to enjoy life. They say the purpose of life is the expansion of happiness. Beautiful description of what it's all about. It's real simple. We're not meant to suffer. We're meant to be blissful and enjoy life and enjoy all diversity. I think we're not good at that. Mm -mm. You know, we specifically no, are right, not right, good right. at that. <laughs> Correct. At enjoying life but we're supposed to yeah every moment we're supposed to be enjoying all this this is this is the life that's why i think that moment when i started crying that night was like what else is there but this this thing that i want to do what is there this thing that is sitting around this table i i, I agree with you and i just don't understand how jessica could be so completely unmoved <laughs> in that moment <laughs> Well, because well, like, you know, there's still so much to be done. And I mean, this business I'm starting doesn't even technically work yet. <laughs> but um, now it's seen like you know, the lab and Reggie or Randy. The guy who was going to punch you to yeah, death? Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're talking about Reggie Watts. No, no, no. And just... Um, you're talking about Randy Sklar? <laughs> Randy Sklar, who's got the death wish for He's me. He's a puncher. <laughs> but all the, all the shit, like it's like... If you can appreciate that moment, like, what is that getting us to? Like, eight years ago, starting this podcast, if we were living in the moment, you'd be like, yeah, it's some rough, rough times, but <laughs> we'll evolve and grow as people. And I'm kind of rambling at this point, but um, it's all good. And um, that was <laughs> a very, that. that was a, that's weak. That's some weak fucking I just sauce. love that you're interested in that. And I agree. But have you read um, David Lynch's book on meditation? No. You'll love it. I'll let you borrow it if you want me to bring Please. it next time. But it's on, it's called um, Searching for the Big Fish, I think. But like we just operate, or humans tend to operate at a very surface level. And through meditation, you're getting to that deeper stuff. And I believe, that, like I'm sure like on stage, and when you're writing, when you really hit those moments where you're egoless, that's when you're the big fish and that magical point that we all strive for that now Gary Shandling and the Rajneeshi and the <laughs> And Big Fish was a great movie. Yeah. Not by and that Lynch. was the movie Robbed at the Oscars. That was the movie that cost Spalding Gray to kill himself. Folks, this has been the long shot. <laughs> Wait, it was Big Fish not David Lynch though, right? No. no. Okay. It was just like word association. It was uh what's his name? Uh Tim oh, Burton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who I just read a big article about. It made me want to go back and rewatch uh, Beetlejuice, which came out 30 years ago the other day, and how fucking great that movie was, and how a movie like that would never get made right. nowadays because it was so crazy. It's uh, so good. I but forgot. it's great. That was like my I did watch the two sequences from that. One was the they're both Harry Belafonte songs. And the first one is the Deo sequence with yeah. Catherine O'Hara and uh, Jeffrey amazing. Jones. And then the second one is Winona Ryder. Uh, 
I believe you. No, not that. Folks, this has been a long shot. We are going to now swim to Cambodia. To catch the big fish. We'll see you next time on The Long Shot. For past, present, and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, please visit thelongshotpodcast.com. Thank you.